Riding along on a carousel Trying to catch up to you Riding along on a carousel Welcome to the Carousel Tapes. Today we will be speaking to Carousel member Ian James Brown. Ian, hello. Good morning. Good, good morning. Afternoon. I know, the day's gone quickly today, hasn't it? It has, it's flying by. To start, I'm going to just ask you, what is a typical day for Ian James Brown? Well, as I say, I've, I've found routine, and especially for my creativity, is important. So, as I say, I'm an early bird, so that, that varies some of it during lockdown. I was up at half past five in the morning for bike rides, but wow. as I say, post-lockdown, I've probably calmed that down a bit, but I'm still up half past six, seven. Okay. And I say breakfast, breathing, meditation. Okay. And then sets me up for the day. That's fantastic. And a bike ride? Uh, I'm having a few weeks off, but okay. the bike is ready to go again, so I'm, I'm itching. It's getting there. What sort of influence does setting yourself up in that way, how, what influence has that had on the work that you meant? Uh, well, that, that's just perfect for my sort of inspiration and as I say with the painting and the artwork I do, a lot of it is, is say music on, quiet the mind and that subconscious probably lets see where my creativity takes me. So having the exercise first and then breakfast and then as I say, some breathing and meditation, it's just perfect, uh, peace and quiet. And then that sets me up perfectly for the creativity that awaits. It's really, really admirable. And uh, I think sticking to that kind of like routine is obviously really important. It's, I suppose it's kind of, you make a blank canvas in your mind as well. Mm. You kind of reset it. Um, let's talk a little bit about the work that you make. So. What's a, what sort of a painter are you, Ian James Brown? Uh, I would say abstract, but I don't know if I'm necessarily trying to uh, pigeonhole myself or yeah. limit myself, but let's say it starts with the abstract, but then, as I say, as I've found with lockdown, it can my imagination can go absolutely anywhere. That started with painting, but I found myself during lockdown printmaking or creating prints with canvases painting again with my hands, I was using paintbrushes. Wow. By accident, I had strips of mountain board left over from previous projects. So I started painting with those and creating all kinds of effects and dribbling paint again and effects, which I hadn't done since art college many years ago. So yeah, it can be anywhere and I, I don't like to limit. Is it as well, it's not limiting, but also like not going in with a pre ordained structure? Uh, partly, but I, I did find as well some commissions I've received recently and I, I'm from a, originally from a graphic design background whereas the painting, the direction I went, I got away from the design process yeah. and completely loosened myself up but some commissions that I have or working on at the moment, I have maybe gone back to the design processes some way and marking out the canvases and yeah, step by step. So that's quite interesting if one hand not limiting myself, but yeah, revisiting past approaches to work, which that's been quite surprising and that's actually been working for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I can imagine how. Um, it's kind of like the difference of making artwork 
for yourself and, and, and fulfilling a brief, right? Mm, yeah. So we talk a little, let's talk just a, about the journey you've come on to get to get to here. So what you've mentioned the graphic design past, yeah, um, and you've also men, mentioned art college. What influences do they have on you? And yeah, that's art college was, as I say, the I think the two most important things or bits when I was at art college was uh, we had an illustrator tutor who got us to draw without looking at the page okay whether that's portraits of fellow people on the course or just objects we could see and that's definitely something i've carried on in my sketchbooks and that leads all areas of just oh and the other bit we had a semiology tutor okay who encouraged us just to make marks no judgment so you were just making mark after mark and you weren't allowed the time to go i like that i don't like that so the the editing process which maybe can come later on but initially was just yeah almost like a factory production line just keep yep. making marks without judgment wow so that those are probably possibly the two most important things from art college and that's just all so areas of my work kind of yeah all the areas of work kind of stem from from that mm. process of letting go and reacting to what so you make the marks, you look at it, then you react again and it kind of grows, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, I suppose like as lockdown as well with the, all the creative ideas I've had have just been, yeah, production line, but then you can revisit and edit down or some, some work really well, some don't, but yep. it's just, yeah, just freeing your mind up and just, yeah, allowing yourself to, and even make mistakes if there is mistakes, I don't know if there are, but. And then perhaps your graphic design background, where, where did that come in? Yeah, well I suppose that's maybe some of the bits, maybe more recently with some yeah. of the compositions of the work. And yeah, there's probably certain bits from the graphics I like is kind of abstract shapes and forms and lines I've always been interested in. So maybe some of the, the painting and the commissions that I'm working on at the moment, there maybe is more structure and yeah, composition-wise, it yeah, it all it all adds and works with the the artwork that I'm producing. Yeah, I suppose it really complements it, and you know, it's a way to get paid mm, in yeah. this world. Yeah, well, that that's another bit which I left my job at some point uh, September last year, and I was looking to go full time with my artwork, but then various bits, and I thought I would it maybe wasn't for me, but then lockdown came along and as i say once i saw it as the ultimate creative opportunity mm. where somebody says right all i want you to do three months is paint and create yeah and as i say just i've uh, been humbled by the interest and in some of the sales and the commissions i've received and the sort of daily feedback and it was so humbling to hear from my friends and people i maybe don't know directly during lockdown to say that we're looking forward every day to see a new piece of artwork. It's so wow. inspiring. So, oh, and another friend says, "Oh, you're my, you're my niece's art homework for this week." So that was just like, yeah, so, so humbling, sweet. and yeah, to hear the the feedback, it's been so yeah, just think, inspires me to create more and more. I think a massive congratulations is due to be to get to that point and to mm. kind of take lockdown and we we've we've got a whatsapp group in the carousel and we've mm. enjoyed seeing the images that you've been posting and it's just for me it's really inspiring to see someone who has taken that opportunity and like 
really used it, as you said, mm. as an excuse to make artwork. Yeah, I think maybe like everybody weren't sure how it would go, but no. I think maybe the week two or week three, finally I saw, right, here we go. Yeah. Somebody's just wants you to create for three months. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just so inspired. And once I started, I can't stop, so. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you certainly have a flow. This, this, mm. this zone, this kind of like flow. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I think there's maybe one aspect of working from home probably for lockdown was there's, I think I've finally acknowledged and embraced maybe there's a creative hermit there <laughs> at, at times. And I've spoken to other creatives during lockdown. They said, oh, they found, yeah, the kind of hermit aspect works for a period when you just want total focus on the work. And yeah. Yeah, I think I've certainly embraced my creative hermit so it's it's finding the balance well done so we're actually what is very exciting about today is that we're actually stood in front of some of ian's artwork so we have a selection of nine pieces in front of us do you want to take us through is, is, is this place in a particular order well maybe the journey was as i say i don't there's some earlier paintings which i did but maybe the the canvas pieces which was that was quite uh, interesting in itself with the with the painting because I say prior to lockdown I'd been very interested in white space and yeah. maybe minimal amounts of colour, but then with lockdown and buying some paintbrushes and I haven't used paintbrushes over ten years. Wow! I just kind of just experimenting with say covering the whole canvas and just having different colours, and it, it was interesting at times with each one of these canvases that. I would think I'd be at a point, oh, it's finished. And then I think I was so like in the flow of the up and down stroke that, yeah, some of them started out in fluorescent colors and then they ended up, I'd say it was all sorts, but covering the canvas. And then, yeah, that was probably, that probably leads to the, the kind of prints I've done, which was completely by accident that I'd covered a canvas and I wasn't happy. So I had some newsprint so I just covered it with newsprint just to get rid of the paint and peeled that off. And it was like, wow, <laughs> that's really interesting. What a light bulb moment. Yeah, Fantastic. so I, I, I did a series of new, newsprint prints and then I bought some very coloured card maybe a year or so ago and some white card. And I thought, right, I would just try the same process with the newsprint with card. And yeah, it, this just leads to these. I've got some surprise with like the leaf like texture and the effects that I was able to achieve. So these were kind of on these rigid canvases. Okay, so you're getting the kind of like mono print from mm. the from the from the cotton canvas. Yeah, as I say, um, and I I probably realised that doing multi-serial colours at the same time maybe didn't work. Whereas I, I learned maybe from some of the printmaking I'd done at art college of like one colour at a time. Yeah. So yeah, these were it was the pink and then the black. And so yeah, I was I was doing one probably about ten or twelve of each of just one colour and then I would go back to the and then layer them. Okay. But as I say, yeah, doing maybe doing these for I don't know, three or four weeks, I did reach a point that I needed a change and so that led to a series of these which are some of just black and white some of color and yeah just the the texture and the effects you can get and 
they using card to paint with, which something I hadn't done prior to these when I was sort of dribbling paint, which I hadn't done since the end of art college. And then that, that kind of somehow led to kind of sort of a, a graffiti type look, which I'm now kind of part of the work at the moment I'm developing. So this is probably only a, a snapshot of some of the work, but yeah, it's just been, yeah, an amazing journey or just a starting point. I really think that relationship that you have between material and trying materials is really inspiring um, and letting things open up and respond to each other in different ways I think is really, really strong. Um, so to put some context, how many pieces of artwork do you think you made in lockdown? Mm, yeah, uh, probably it's maybe about 80 or with these prints, so I think nice. with those, I've probably done maybe about 40, 45 or 50 of just the sort of prints. And then I've got a certain ones, certain, yeah, there's probably 70 or 80. And so, yeah, and there's a whole load at home, which I'm surrounded by in my flat. But <laughs> I found that as, as well, being surrounded by my work has been maybe part of the routine that I will finish, say, at three or four o'clock each day. but once I've got changed out my painting trousers, I can be surrounded by my work and I could be seeing bits to do the next day. I wasn't sure with being surrounded by it when the, I wouldn't know how to stop. Yeah. But I think I have found with my routine that I do know when to stop, but also, wow, I see what I'm working on the next day. Yeah, it's kind of not stopping, but giving you again another time to pause mm. and reflect. I mean, what an in incredible, day in the life of being James Brown, I think. Mm. You, you've really found the processes uh, that you can use to keep making these fantastic investigations into abstract materials and painting. Mm. Well, I think that's some of the like printmaking I did from canvases. I'm so excited to be back in Carousel because pre-lockdown I was itching to get into screen printing and so that's something now I can pursue as we're back in my studio some of the time anyway. Is there anything else you want to kind of say about where you want to go? What are you excited about, Ian? I mean, we've mentioned screen printing, but... Yeah, well, I, I'm maybe the fact that um, I'm just not limiting myself. And I think the, the interest that I've received and let's say taking this forward as a business, which maybe I wasn't sure, but lockdown has proven that if I give something 100% focus and then see where it goes so yeah, I'm just you know, just excited about the possibilities fantastic okay Ian James Brown thank you for your time today and thank you for bringing in these amazing pieces of artwork and thank you for being an art machine congratulations in cool. finding thank you your zone mm, the creative hermit is <laughs> I'm learning to be sociable with them as well so I think yeah mm, needs it's a bit lovely, both. certainly love to have, lovely to have you back in the space um, yeah cool. thank you Ian thank you you have been listening to The Carousel Tapes, which is produced and directed by Benjamin Kay. This podcast has been supported by Real Creative Futures Digital, a free business support program for creatives, offering business coaching, training, networking and showcasing opportunities. RCFD is part of the Big House program, a tailored support program for the creative and digital industries sector in Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire. 
partly funded through the European Regional Development Fund. The team is based at New Art Exchange, an award-winning and internationally renowned art gallery and performance space in Heysen Green, Nottingham. Thanks for tuning in and listen again next time.